The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Today's daf is being studied in the Anun Shmat of Ram Ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Trichinam Begin Eden. Amen. Yosef Ben Sarah, Sarah Bat Rachel, Shaul Gabriel, Hai Ben Sarah, Shalom Ben Miriam. We begin today's daf on Mem Bet Amud Bet, and we're starting from three lines on the bottom. A person made a neighbor against his friend that he's not going to allow his friend to have any hana'a from him. Uven is the Madir. He's the one that's making the nedr. Shimon is the mudar. That means he's the one that is not allowed to have hana'ah. Reuven is banning any hana'ah that he's going to give to Shimon. Cannot give hana'ah to Shimon. Hamudar lo yesh'ilenu. So right away, what is lo yesh'ilenu? He should not lend him things. So Ran says, mudar madir. I mean, Shimon cannot lend anything to Reuven. The question is, why not? And it is going the other way. Reuven is saying that he cannot be mehane Shimon. But it's not Shimon that cannot have... Uh, Shimon is allowed to be mehane Reuven, so why can't Shimon lend something to Reuven? So the Gemara is going to answer that question. But it says, Lo yesh ilenu velo yishal mimen. That I understand. Reuven would not be allowed, uh, or Shimon would not be allowed to borrow something from Reuven because he's having a hana'ah. As Taran says, Lo yishal v'inu mudar mimadir. Deha mitanemine. Good. Lo yalvenu, same uh, case. Shimon cannot lend money. Whenever you see halva'ah, halva'ah is by money. Whenever you see she'ela, she'ela is lending vessels. Both lending, one is monetary and one is with kelim. So it says, Lo yelvenu, Shimon should not lend Reuven. Again, we don't know why. Velo yelvenu. Now we understand. Shimon cannot borrow from Reuven because he is having an av. Velo yimkor lo. Shimon cannot sell to Reuven. Velo yikah mimenu. And he cannot uh, take, buy. That I understand why he cannot buy. Because if Shimon's buying from Reuven, he's getting a hana'ah from Reuven. Why can't he sell? It's the reverse. Reuven's getting the hana'ah, not uh, Shimon. So therefore, we have three cases, basically. And now, now we understand three out of the six cases. Comes Gemaran says, Bishlama lo yelvenu. I understand. Now, right away, before we get confused with the text of the Gemara, we're going to read the text of the Ran. That's the text that makes the most sense. Look at the Ran, the highlighted words, top line. I understand what it means in the Mishnah. All those cases that when Shimon is having the Hana'ah, right? He's the one that's borrowing money from uh, Reuven, or he's the one that's buying something from Reuven, or borrowing, uh, uh, you know, items. Good. Kilomar. 
מודר ממדיר. את שמעון פרם ראובן. דקה מתנה מיניה, כמו שמעון זה אבי גנא אפרמת, ומשום האחר אסור, אלא לא ישאילנו ולא ילווינו ולא ימכור לו, מה יקרה מתנה מיניה? אבל why can't שמעון lend money to ראובן? ראובן גרים להנאה. The nether was not made in that direction. So חלש שמעון should be allowed to do all these things too. ראובן, that's the Gemara's basic question. So the Gemara says, second line, מה יקרה מהנאה? So you really got to go all the way. Amar Rabbi Yosef. Right? That's where this text uh, continues. Amar Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Hanina. Two answers we have to this question. Kegon shenadru hana'a zemizeh. Okay? Simple answer. It's both ways. The nether was made. Reuven kanar of hana'a. He's not going to give any hana'a to Shimon. And Shimon is not going to receive any hana'a from Reuven. So therefore, since it was made both ways, now you understand why... He can't lend him, and he can't lend him. Because bottom line, they're both mudar from each other. Okay, simple answer. Look at the Ram. Amar b'yosif b'halak, you watch in the dru hana'ah zemizeh. V'chitim, I'm kidding, my kamash ma'alan. You might ask yourself a question. It's pashut. At this point, on that bit in Masechet Adarim, you have to tell me that if two people are mudar from each other, they both cannot have hana'ah uh, from each other? So the Ram says, that it is satam like Rabbi Ezeh, Amar vitur asur b'mudar hana'ah. Remember we learned the shita of Rabbi Li'ezer called Vitur. Vitur is something that might not be considered really a Hana'ah. For example, there's a case where a person, let's say, goes to the fruit store and he pays a certain amount of money for a certain amount of fruit. The, the fruit man puts a couple of extra apples in the bag. The, that's called Vitur. I Meaning that's not considered really uh, too much of a Hana'ah because, you see, people don't care about that, such, such a thing. For example, uh, walking in somebody's field. Did he set that again? That's considered, uh, you know, people don't care about that. So there's a whole question, items that a person is mevatir. Mevatir means he forgoes. Do we consider that a hana'ah or not when it comes to nedarim? Because you might think to be a hana'ah, it's got to be something that the madir also considers it a hana'ah. But if the madir says, that is nothing, I don't, I, don't, I don't have a value on this. Like the extra apple that they throw into the, into the, into the bag. That's, um, nobody cares about that. Everybody does that. Or walking in my backyard. That's not considered a hanap. So things that a person would forego, the be the eyes it holds, vitudis asur bimudarana. There's, even though the, the value is very minimal and is, the hana'a is very small, still if you made a hana'a, against somebody, vitudis asur. So these items, you might have thought, do not apply. Which means you're lending the guy money. Which means uh, lending him a dollar. You say, okay, I mean, that's, who cares about that? You know, no, no, nobody puts a, a, a inyan of hana'a on that item. Or lending him a vessel to use. You know, might not to consider that uh, something that's uh, so uh, strong. So the hadush of the Mishnah is that when people make the darim against each other, even these things that maybe some people would be mevater on, wouldn't care, still they're going to be asur. So the hadush is aliba, there be... Eliezer, that holds that Vitur b'mudarana'a is going to be Asur. Okay, so that's, uh, that's to create some sort of Hidush in this uh, Mishnah. Even minimal Hana'ot, let's learn it like that. Even minimal Hana'ot are going to be Asur b'mudarana'a. Next answer. Abayya Amar, Abayya said, Gizira l'sh'ol mishum l'hash'il. V'chen b'chul l'hu, Gezerah. This answer says no. 
You're right, it's only one way. Reuven says, I'm not going to give Hana'av to Shimon. So technically, Reuven is not allowed to lend them anything, not money, not kelim, but what? We made a gezerah that Shimon is not going to be allowed to be mehaneh Reuven, atu Reuven giving an ad to Shimon. Made a gezerah. Right? Don't lend, because you might come to borrow. Exactly. And therefore, you're right. Three of them are minhadim, three of the laws, and three of them are atu cases. So now, the, uh, the Ran over here has a few questions. The Ran says, okay, hold on. W- once you tell me this is a new type of Gezerah here, by the way. This Gezerah, now you have to uh, uh, square it off with many other statements in Masikhar Darina. You're going to tell me, any time now one person makes an edit against his friend, automatically it goes both ways because of uh, Gezerah? I mean, that, that, that's where you have to start uh, analyzing so the Ran starts going to uh, different cases. So he writes, there was one case, for example, where he brings down on Daflam al-Alif, where we didn't say that it's Asur both ways. So he wanted to answer that, that case over there on Daflam al-Alif that he asked from was talking about where a guy made a nadir from Kol Yisrael. I'm not going to give Hana'ah, which means I don't want Kol Yisrael to have Hana'ah from me. So we said in that case over there, they're allowed to have Hana'a from him, but he cannot have Hana'a. I mean, they're allowed to give him Hana'a, but he cannot have Hana'a from him. Uh, what do you mean? I thought it goes both ways. So he brings out from the Rambam that once said over there, rabbis cannot make this gezerah. Because if you're going to send Hana'a both ways, you're going to force this guy to only place he's going to be able to get his Hana'a from the Goyim. And that's already not uh, feasible to tell the guy. So the rabbis didn't always put this gezerah in every single case, in this case it's what's two guys. Okay, so for two guys you're allowed to ban them uh, to each other. But you're not going to ban a guy now, call Yisrael, he cannot do any business uh, either way, then already putting the guy in a, in a position. So that, that's the way he answers uh, that. Then he has another question, towards the end of the Ran, then he brings another case, on coming up on that name sign, where it was two guys. Just two guys. One one guy, he makes an, you can have an af from uh, me. Then he says, what do you do with that case over there where it's just two people and the Gibbalah says only one way? I'm the first wide line in the Ran. The only cases over here, we will say it both ways, is these type of situations where people don't really uh, uh, connect that these things should be asub mudanana'ah. Like I told you, things that people might say, I can't lend them money, what's the difference? I'm getting it back. What's, uh, I can't lend them my, uh, my uh, loan lower, what's the difference? I'm, I'm, okay. Things that people might not uh, calibrate that are asur, then we're going to make a gezerah. That if I let Shimon give it to Reuven, Reuven might give it to Shimon. It's going to be asur. However, in the case, we have the mudan madir, atiral the mishkal the ume madir. Over there was, for example, they made an. I'm not going to eat perot. There, it's an actual hanaa, tangible. You feel it. See, these hanaot over here. It's hanaa. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's not a physical, tangible hanaa. Giving the guy money, giving the guy keli, and things like that. So here, it's more gizera because if I let it go this way. People are leaning to go the other way. But over there, we're talking about a case. You cannot be mad me. For example, I, I cannot give you a pinot to eat. 
Okay, so no, no, nobody's going to make a mistake that when I'm Madir somebody, I, I will send somebody to having an ah, nobody's going to make a mistake that I can give him perot uh, to eat. Everybody understands that eating perot is considered a hana. So in places where it's obvious, I can only, I don't, I only have to make the gezera one way. So the Raj really now splitting hairs. He's telling you, it depends on what the cases are, where you're going to go both ways. The only cases of our Mishnah, and it depends how many people you were, uh, hosting it to. Okay, so basically those are the two answers of our Mishnah. Comes the next Mishnah, Amar Lo. Guy comes along to his friend. No neder yet. This guy's time comes to his friend. Hashilini paratcha. Do me a favor, could you lend me your, uh, cow? Amar Lo, in a pinuya. He says it's not available. Amar, so a guy got angry. He says, Kunam, Sadai, I'm banning my field. I'm never going to use that cow. He got upset at his friend. You know that thing to me? That cow, I'm never going to use it for my field again. I don't want to borrow anything from you like you're saying. got that angry from him. I'm not taking that cow. Even when, even when it's not, even when it's available, I'm not using that cow. Now, if let's say the guy that made the nidr, he was like a farmer himself, but he used to plow... Well, then he bans himself. He will never be able to use that cow, but other people will be. However, but if let's say he himself does not plow, then everybody's going to be asur. Because when, if he doesn't plow, so when he just said that this cow is uh, forbidden, he didn't mean per se to himself, he meant to the field. I mean, this field can never have an eye because he himself doesn't uh, plow at all. Then already the cow cannot be used for the field, not by him and not by anybody else. Again, if he's the plower himself, so when he says, I'm not going to have any anaf from this cow, means he himself, because he's the plower. But everybody, anybody else can. Right, if someone takes the cow and plow the field, no problem. But when he himself doesn't plow at all, so what do you mean? Whoever plows. This, this, this field over here cannot have any anaf from, uh, from this uh, cow, then everybody's asur. Next case. Hamudar anamahaviro. Okay, Uven is Madira's friend. Listen, I'm not giving you any hana'ah. You cannot have hana'ah from me. That's right. Uven tells Shimon, you cannot have any hana'ah from me. Mudar. Again, Shimon is the Mudar. Uven is the Madir. Mudar is the one that is forbidden. What happened? The end of my yukhal. Now Shimon has nothing to eat. Uven feels bad. He made a nidr against him. The guy's starving. So he's got to figure out a way. How am I going to get uh, Shimon food without breaking my nidr? So it says, He goes to the, to the storekeeper, to the, to the shop, uh, to, the, to the supermarket where there's food. And he says like this to the supermarket guy. The Uven tells the clerk, Listen, uh, this guy Shimon, he's not a vanaf from me. I don't know what to do. He needs food. So the Hanvani gives Shimon food. And then the Hanvani is able to go collect the money from the Uven. Which means he puts it on the Uven's bill. The Gibran says that's, that's, that's permissible. If the Hanvani gives it to him and just charges uh, the Uven, that's okay. Similarly, Shimon needs to build his house or to fix his fence together. Or let's say to cut his uh, field, cut the wheat in the field. But what? Reuven made an nidir. I cannot give any hana'ah. Shimon cannot have any hana'ah from me. But I feel bad. He needs, uh, he needs help. So what does he do? 
So the Oven is able to go to the workers. The Oven, and he tells the workers, Ish So listen, this guy Shimon, I'm not allowed to give him Hana'ah, uh, because I made an edit against him. I don't know what to do. The guy needs help. They're able to go build the house, fix the fence, cut the lawn. And why did they go back to the Oven and get uh, paid? Let's say they were walking on the road together. Now he doesn't have an option to go to the Hanbani. Just, there's two guys, Reuven and Shimon walking alone. Shimon starving. Reuven made an edit against Shimon. So now what are they going to do? So there's no able to, If there's another guy there, let Reuven give the food to a third party as a matana. It's yours. Now that third party will give it to Shimon uh, as a food. As long as it doesn't go directly from Reuven. Now, in in Amaim Ahir, but I'll say there's nobody else there. Just Reuven and Shimon Namash. They're not even a third guy. How did you get that food to him? Maniyah ala Sela. Let him put the food on a rock, or on a gedir, or on a fence. Ve'omer, harein mufkarim lechol mishi yachbots. Make it hefker. Hefker, now it's not coming from me. It's coming from the hefker. It's coming from ownerless property. Ve'ala notel ve'okhel. And now this guy takes it and eats it. Ve'rebi Yosef Oseh. Rebi Yosef says, even that's a suit. Making hefker, no good. Now we have to see why it should be asud. It's not coming from me. I put it on the ground. Anybody who's hungry, go take it. But what? Still asud. I that we have to see why. Let's go read the uh, Ran now. Let's read the Ran on the Mishnah very quickly. Start see Matnitin, Ran. Kunam Sadesh Shani Horej Ba'ali Olam. Shoel Amar Kach Lahabiru Matuch Shekaas Alab Surat Salash Ilolo. The guy didn't want to lend him his cow. You know what? That cow, I'm not going to use that cow forever. He made a nether against his friend. If he himself plows, he's forbidden, but everybody else is mutar. Sounds like he's only banning himself. But if he doesn't plow himself, who? Then everybody's asur. Why? He didn't intend to his own plowing, because he doesn't plow himself. I don't want to have any benefit. From the plowing of this cow. Because has no from the Harisha. Now, what do we say in this case over here? The Uven can go to the Hanvani and say, Do me a favor, someone's very hungry. Uh, well, I know what I'm going to do. So Hanvani can give him food and charge the bill of the Uven. What's the to do to this case? That's the point. Even though. Reuven goes to this Hanvani normally to buy stuff, and gives him credit. That's the point. You might have thought that the shopkeeper is now acting as Reuven's agent. If he's acting as his agent, Sasur. Because it's like, it's like he's telling him, listen, they're friends, he gives him credit always. To be fair, be my agent, go give uh, Shimon food. If that's the case, then he's my mash being man there. All the more so, if Reuven would just come along in the street and scream, whoever feeds Shimon, lo yafsid. That's certainly okay. The Hadush is even a shopkeeper, he knows the guy, and he doesn't favors. So you might have thought that he's working as an agent. No. So long as he just tells the, the guy, I don't know what to do, and you got to help me out, and he doesn't even know he charges him, it's okay. Now, the Hanvani is allowed to come and get paid. Imratza, Kamar. 
if he wants, he doesn't have to. So, so that, that, don't, don't think that's part of the halakha, that the he has to get paid. The Lomar, Tafagav, the Rebisof, no tell me, the Hadushis, even though the Hadushis is going to get paid, Vedatayu Bahaki, Lav, Shlechutayu, Kavi Deloa, Vishaliah, Elo Beomer, Kolashomeya, Koli Yazun. The only time it's considered a Shaliah if he does it in a more direct way. For example, if he says, Whoever hears me, please support Shimon. That's already, you're saying it in a very. Uh, 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 you're talking to one guy. How far could you scream? So you're talking to a very close uh, area. Whoever uh, hears me, I mean, you refer to uh, one guy, please go uh, uh, give Vishim on uh, food. Here, we didn't tell Vishim on food. He just said, listen, I, I, I have a problem. I don't know what to do. And the guy went on his own. That's okay. Okay. Comes the, yes, then, no, it says, if he, if he wants to, doesn't have to pay him back. It says, Don't think it means that he has to pay him back. I have a chi, but some of the girls said, Di'i. Di'i me hayiv de shtumeh amash tichotek ha'avid. Umehane leh v'asul. Right, because if you're going to say he has to pay back, that would be shilichut. Understand? If he has to pay back, then already we'll be no good. So he's saying, if he wants to pay him back, he has a right to, but you can't mandate that he has to, because then already, it's as if he was his agent, and it was going to be Asur. Next case, Next case of the Mishnah, right? The guy needs to build a house, Shimon. Right, the second case is a big issue. Not only when it came to food, they were lenient to do this business to get him the food. I can say food, he needs food. Even in a not such a necessity item to build his house, even so, we let the Uven do this business to go to the workers and say, Listen, he needs a house, you know, I made an edit against him. Don't think we only did it by staple items like food, but even by buy it as well. Okay. So now let's go to the Gemara. We have to understand what the logic of the Biyose is. I mean, the Chaurada, why don't you want to walk in the street together or alone? Uh, Shimon's hungry, needs food, the Uven made a nadir against him. So Achimim make a lot of sense. Take the item, put it on the rock, that is Hefker, and that's it. You're not taking it from me, you're taking it from Hefker. What's the problem? I don't care who the original owner was. Now it's Hefker. The Rebbe says it's Asur. Why should it be Asur? Why he doesn't agree with this concept called the Hefker? So the Gebra says, I'm a Rebbe Yohanan, my time is Rebbe Yosef. What's the reason of Rebbe Yosef? Kasavar, Hefker, Kematana. That the laws of Efkir work the same way as a gift. Which means, just like a gift, it doesn't leave the giver's possession until it goes into the receiver's possession. I want to give a gift. It's still your gift, still your item. When does it leave your possession? When you give it to him. So too, when you make something hefkir, it's your item until it gets to the hand of the receiver. And therefore, bottom line, it is coming from you still. And therefore, it's like you're giving him a hana'ah. So we thought that when you guy makes something hefkir, you're gone. The owner has nothing, he's relinquished. He has nothing to do with the hefits anymore. The basis is no, it doesn't work like that. When you make something hefkir, you're still connected to the item. When does your attachment to the item go away? Once somebody else takes it. The bottom line, if you're still connected to the item, and this other guy, Shimon, takes it, it's coming from Reuven. Therefore, it's going to be Asur. Hefker kematana. 
Look at the Ran. And he's benefiting from him. That's why it's going to be Asur. That's why it's going to be Asur. Look at the Ran first line. Ma matana adatim shudat shud mikabel. Shima marani to matana azul eploni. Yachol achzor b'achegir yachum mikabel. That's right. Let's say a guy comes up and says, "I want to give this matana to so and so." He commits. I want to give this to so and so. Till he gives it, he can back out. I didn't give nothing yet. I just committed to give him a tana. I can still say I don't want it. I can keep the matana. I can keep the item for myself. Afifkir. Ad atil l'shut zuchesh. She'enu yotzim l'shut ba'alim. Ad she'izkeh bo'ahir. V'ibayel l'mehedar. Matzeh adar. Hilka kizak ibe'mudar. Memadir kamitane. Guy says, Are zefkir. I can come along and say, Mevatel. I want to undo this zefkir. I don't want anything. I can take it right back. Would you just take it back? Would you start hefker? I, mean, I undid my hefker. Uh, not, not that I was zochim and hefker. I'm still attached to the item. I still have a right to pull it back and undo the hefker until somebody else takes. Once somebody else takes it, okay. But when somebody else takes it, already it's like coming from me, and therefore the says you're giving him hana. That's the way he understands the concept of hefkerut. So comes again. What says? Mativ Rabba. Rabba has a question. In a similar case, it says what? Put the item on the rock, the food, make it afkir, and uh, Shimon comes along and takes it and eats it. Like Rabbi Yosef said, Asur. So Rabbi Yosef says, When do I say it's Asur? What is it, Asur? Where the guy made. Reuven made the neder before hefker. Matai bezman shenedro kodem hefkero. When the guy made a neder before he made hefker, Reuven made a neder against Shimon, and then what? Then he made the item hefker. However, the Rebbe Yosef talking. Aval imaya hefkero kodem nedro. But if he made the item hefker first, and then he made the neder, harizimutar. Now, the chaurah, the way we're understanding the biyoseh, what should be the difference? Bottom line, if you tell me hefker doesn't leave the possession of the one that was mafkid, and somebody else takes it, what do I care what came first? If the neder came before the hefker, or the hefker came before the neder? Bottom line, right now, I have a neder against Shimon. The item is hefker. Once he takes it, it's coming from Reuven. What, what's the difference? What, what, what the sequence of neder hefker hefker neder? That shouldn't make a chiluk. If you're telling me the mechanics of the biyosei is that hefker does not leave the possession to the other guy, he takes it. Either way, he's giving him hana. So the Gemara asked that question. The e amat ad atelir should If you tell me that what that Reuven owns the hefker item till it gets to the shoot of the What's what the direction is? You understand, Rabbi Yosei himself made a chiluk in his isur. We didn't see that in our Mishnah. Rabbi Yosei said, that I'm telling it's asur, where the neder came first, and then he said, hefker. That part of the Bible going to say, Shimon, you can't take the uh, food. But if he made the hefker first, then he made the neder, he can. Well, what's the difference? Bottom line, if you're going with mechanics, that say, once you make something hefkir, okay, when you made it hefkir, that is a neder against uh, Shimon, he cannot take his bottom he's taking it from Reuven. Because it doesn't leave Reuven's possession until 
the guy's okay. So mali nidro vefkero efkero vnidro. This chiluk is not going to work with the way you understood Rabbi Yosef. So the Gemara says, "Who motivated and who mishanela?" He answered. What's the answer? Kol anoder en daato alma shifkir. Whoever makes a neder against his friend, his daat is not on stuff that he was mafkir. No answer. No answer. Look at the top line. In a chinam we're not changing that point, which means really, if the guy wants to retract, Rabbi Yosei holds, you can retract on your hefker, no problem. And no problem. If a guy said, I'm osering Shimon from everything, including this item that I made hefker, no one argues. Of course, the guy Shimon cannot have any hana'a. That's the point. Which means, when a guy's or said his items against somebody else, stand without specifying, you could fairly assume he's not including things that he made have get. That wasn't part of his nidr. Not the, in economy, really, the get works according to the music, the way we explained it. It's by him until it goes to the next guy. That's, that's the mechanics. But what? When you make a neder against your friend, if you didn't include a certain item in the neder, so it's not going to be uh, a suit for him to take it. So therefore, if a person made a neder, and then made the item hefker, oh, so the item's going to be a suit. Because at the time that he made the neder, the item was not a hefker item. So therefore, that item was included in the neder. But if you made hefker first, and then you made the nether. So when I'm making my nether, I didn't say already. My mom is never on that item. And therefore, she won't be able to take it. So therefore, that's the haluk between if you made the nether first or you made the hefker first. Understand the haluk. Comes the Gemara and says, question. Mativ Rava. Rava is a question. Now we're going to learn this question according to the girsa of the Ran. Okay, this is Bahlokan over here to learn this next question between the Ran and the Tosafot. We're going to learn it, Aliba, to the Ran. So let's right away look at the Girsa of the Ran so we don't confuse ourselves. You see, Haki Garcira? Mativ Rava. Miksatan la Rishon. Vechulan la Sheni. Sheni zachal ishtabed barishon. Literal words. Part to the first guy. Fully to the second guy. The second guy owns everything, even the first guy. What are we talking about? Which guy? What first? What second? Ran. The guy's two slaves. Okay? Guy's uh, giving his inheritance. He wants to give a you know, gift, whatever you want to call it, to one of the uh, slaves. So he gave part of his... Uh, Assets to slave number one. And then what does he do? He gives all his assets to slave number two. He gave part of his assets to slave number one. And all of his assets to slave number two. The first slave does not corner anything. Why? Why? 
giving him part of his assets. Who is one of the assets of the owner over here? The slave himself. And therefore, maybe when he gave him part of his assets, he was leaving out himself. And therefore, the Eved is still an Eved, and therefore he cannot keep Bikone anything. Because we have a rule, Mashikana Eved, Kanarabo. And therefore, that means he's not freed. And if he's not free, he made no acquisition. The Evan himself was considered assets. And therefore he wasn't going to anything. But when I say to the second slave that he's going to be going everything, everything means including himself, not only himself, he's even going the first slave. So now the first slave becomes his. He didn't leave anything out. Look at the statement again now. Meaning, if he bequeathed partial assets to the first Eved, but then he bequeathed all his assets to the second one, the Sheni is Zohen all the assets, including to now own the first slave. You understand how the mechanics work in this case? When I bequeath my stuff to the first Eved, I, I partial. What does partial mean? Keep in mind, the Eved is also an asset. So maybe when the guy said partial, he was excluding the Eved himself. So if the Eved didn't acquire himself, he's still an Eved. So whatever else he acquired, he doesn't own. That goes right back to the owner. But to the second Eved, he said, you get everything. You get everything, meaning including yourself. That means you bought your freedom with that, uh, with that statement. Once he's free, he's got all the assets plus the first guy. Okay, good. That's the case. Now, what in the world does that have to do with our case of the Darim? So the Ran finishes it off and says, the You just gave me a rule, according to the Biyose. What was the rule? Now, item that a guy makes hefkir, his mind is not on that item. What? You say the same thing over here. Here already, he gave the items to the first Eved already. So now you're going to come along and say, you gave the item to the first Eved. You got rid of those items. Now you're going to tell me, you're giving it to the second. What do we say? What he did to the first is nothing. All the stuff goes to the second. But you, but you gave it up already. So here you see a different logic. That people do give up stuff, and then what? But they still will give it to somebody else. So the same thing when it comes to Eved. You want to tell me what... That when a guy makes something hefker, and then he made a nedr against Shimon, let's say. His mind was not on the hefker. Uh, he's, he's not including that item. His mind's not on that item. Well, what are you talking about? The guy over here gave something, if not hefker, but he gave it up to the first event, and still his mind's on it when it comes to the second guy. So stuff that you relinquished is still in your brain when it comes to the next transaction. So you see a, 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 like an opposing sebarah. <laughs> in Nidarim, we said what? Well, the guy said, Hifkir, Hifkir on this food. Shimon, you can have an hour from me. I wasn't including this item already. This item is Hifkir. Uh, I wasn't, uh, when, I, when I made that next transaction of the Nidar, the Hifkir is not included. That, that was the deen that we just said in the Gemara. Is that so? In this case of the Eved, the, 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 most of my property goes to, to the first guy. He gave it over to him. 
You gave it over to him, now you come along, and you say, okay, now I'm giving it to the second guy. So, that stuff goes to the second guy. Wait, wait, I thought you, he minds that on that stuff that he gave over. And then you see what? Everything's in play at all times. So, give it us away. Wait, wait, wait. Ela Amarava. So, Rava comes along and readjusts the whole Sevarav here. Hainu ta'amad Rabbi Yosef. No reason. You know why Rabbi Yosef says you can't put the stuff on the rock and make it if care? Gezera mishum matanat bet choron. No item. It's a gezera. Gezera because of the episode that took place at bet choron. Elamar Rava. Look at the run. Ta'amad Rabbi Yosef. Mishum matanat bet choron amar. What's that story of Matanat Bet Really, according to the law of Rabbi Yosef, it's be permissible. The Mechi Afkere, when a guy makes something Afkere, Nafkale Mirshute. He learns Afkere like everybody else learns Afkere. When you make the Afkere, it goes out of the possession, and technically Shimon can take it off the rock and eat it. Medina. But since we know why is he making this ifkir? It's a tricky ifkir. He's not really making an ifkir. So he's making an ifkir so Shimon can take it. If you can allow this ifkir to, to work, we're worried that the guy's going to say beferush of being mafkir this guy to Shimon. Or mafkir this bread to Shimon. That's not ifkir anymore. Once you're going to start allowing this type of quasi-efkir to take place, we're worried that the efkir is not going to be done the right way. Because what's his purpose of making it? Does he really want to make this efkir to everybody? He really doesn't want to make it efkir to everybody. He really wants to get it to, to Shimon. So we're worried that the efkir might not, might not be done the right way. Which means, later on, we're going to see the case of Bet-Horo, where there's a person, where they were giving him matana, but it wasn't really a, 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 a full-fledged matana, because he was trying to get it to one person, but he couldn't give it to that person, he had to give it to somebody else, he had to gift it to somebody else, but it really wasn't a gift, because he knew he wanted it to go to the person that was Asur, so we're worried about cases where we have intention problems. Oh, so so target, exactly. So therefore, in this case, it's not a problem. If he makes the hefkir first, then it makes the nidr. Because at the time that he made the hefkir, there was no nidr. So the hefkir was a legitimate nidr. There's no, there's no gizirat to make on such a, such a case. When you make your nidr first, then you make hefkir, then everybody got to be concerned. Because now, once the nidr is in play, your hefkir now is questionable. Now I'm worried that the hefkir that you're doing is just to get it to... To Shimon, I'm worried you're not going to do a full-fledged hefkir. So, so really comes out, of, at this point, at least in the Gemara, Rabbi Yosef holds hefkir mechanically like everybody else. That what? When you make the item hefkir, you're relinquished, you got nothing to do with it, and therefore, min hadin, even, exactly, according to Rabbi Yosef, you're working with Shimon, uh, Shimon has to eat, technically can make the item hefkir, put it on the rock, let him take it. Why can't you? The FK is not going to be done uh, wholeheartedly, like the case of Beth Horon over there. And Dafka, where the Nedr was in play, then you have to worry what the FK is following. But if the FK came first, 
So what, what should I worry about? There's no need to do. He made the And that's the, that's the way they're, uh, they're understanding.